0: US woman finds a 3 million dollar lottery ticket in her junk email folder or spam email folder. So let's get right into the story. So a US woman discovers she had won 3 million dollars or 2.2 million dollar oh, or 2.2 million euros from the lottery after checking her spam folder for an unrelated email. Laura Spears 55 had purchased a Mega Millions ticket online from the state lottery after she saw the jackpot climbing into the hundreds of millions. A few days later, I was looking for a missing email from someone, so I checked the spam folder in my email account, she told lottery officials. That's when I saw an email from the lottery saying I had won a prize. I couldn't believe what I was reading, so I logged into my lottery account to confirm the message in the email, she said, calling the win shocking. She now plans to retire early and to monitor her emails more closely in the future. I definitely added the Michigan lottery to my safe senders list just in case I ever get lucky enough to receive another email about a huge prize, she said. So Mega Millions lottery tickets are sold for $2 in 45 states. And in 2018, a single winner in South Carolina walked away with a record 1.6 billion Mega Millions win. So feel free to give your thoughts on this. I thought this was just like a kind of like cool story to kind of like talk about. Now, let's say, for example, this lady ends up getting the $3 million lottery ticket. It's gonna really depend on the type of lifestyle that she really wants and how much can she actually trust herself. Right? Because you know a lot of people think like, oh, you know, you win three million dollars, then that means you're gonna get three million dollars. That is not the case. Because this is in the US, because she's gonna be taxed at the highest tax bracket, you're more like thinking maybe she might really only walk away, just to keep it simple like 1.5 million dollars, like after everything's said and done, let's just assume that she's gonna walk away with 1.5 million dollars, and that's whether or not it's gonna be like the lump sum or basically have the you know 20 or 25 year annual payouts. And here's the thing. Numbers-wise, it is smarter to take the lump sum and then invest that money to produce some sort of income for you for the rest of your life, right? Especially if you don't need it, if you end up retiring early, all that kind of stuff, right? If you have some sort of income already coming in, you could actually just put that into investments that will compound, double, triple, all that kind of stuff, right? But if you're someone That is really bad at managing their money. I'm talking someone who's living like paycheck to paycheck, someone who keeps spending too much money on their credit card, somebody who keeps on going into debt, somebody who just basically seems to like never have any money in their bank account. That type of person, you have to take the annual sum, like the annual payment. And the reason for that is because you got to be honest with yourself and be like, wait a minute, I really can't trust myself. And because I can't trust myself, I need to rely on this basically new income stream every single year so that I could also work another job if I need to, right? Because basically, I don't know what the 1.5 million split between like 20 years or whatever would actually come out to be, I don't know. But basically you could have that amount, live off that, and then just work a job for bonuses or like, you know, put more money in towards investments, all that kind of stuff, right? Or if you're able to manage your money correctly and you take the annual payments, you could literally live on that for the rest of your life. Like or at least the rest of the twenty five years. And if you put your living costs to an extreme amount, or like make sure to pay off all of your debt create an emergency fund, and start putting money towards investments automatically and still take the annual payments, you can live a pretty good life doing that as well, right? Whichever way that she ends up deciding or anyone who ends up stumbling upon this ends up winning a lottery at this like level. Number one, pay off your debt. Number two, create an emergency fund of like three to six months of expenses. Number three, Put money towards investments, right? And number four, basically live a pretty reasonable life. Like don't like think that you have like $1.5 million to spend now because you won this lottery because you really don't. Like you don't really have that money to spend. Like a lot of people who win the lottery, which is one of the main reasons why a lot of lottery winners end up losing all their money within five years, and we're talking like $20 million, $100 million, $500 million winners, is because they spend more money than they actually won because they're not careful about how much money do they actually have after everything is said and done in terms of expenses and taxes. Right, Not to mention, if you were to take the lump sum, the actual amount that you end up getting would actually be smaller. right? So it actually might be more closer to just nearly like a million dollars instead of like 1.5 because you also get a big cut off from a lump sum plus you get hit with massive taxes. So there's different ways to go about it. Definitely consider sitting down with a financial advisor. Not so that they can manage the money or tell you exactly what to do, but to give you ideas, right? Kind of like give you like advice or like kind of like teach you about personal finance and managing money in like a very good foundational way so that you just don't make anything stupid, any stupid mistakes. You could pay like a financial advisor like one grand, two grand to just sit with you for a weekend or like basically like, you know, a few hours, maybe like three, four hours, right? And just teach you. Teach you everything you need to know that you could just write down in a notebook and act on it on your own situation depending on like what comes up, right? That's the way that I would kind of go about it. Like for me, if I were to win $3 million in a lottery ticket, but really more like $1 million, I would take the lump sum to get that $1 million after taxes and expenses. So let's just say $1 million is actually what I would have left over. And then I will put that into investments because I have no debt and I have an emergency fund, right? So I'll just put these into like investments that will compound and pretty much double every 10 years, right? So you could easily put something like this into like an index fund, like the S&P 500, and basically, roughly, around the 10-year time frame or like the seven-year time frame, it's going to double. So that's one way to go about it. I might put some money into real estate. I might split it in half, right? 500 to an index fund, 500 to real estate. Because real estate could offer you Income like a monthly, a monthly stream of income that you could actually live off of. If you were to like use five hundred thousand dollars to basically buy a couple of houses, or maybe even like a, a good idea that I recently listened to was actually by someone who ended up buying like basically like a trailer park lots where You like spend a decent amount on trader park lots, but it's pretty like hands off, and the amount of cash flow that you could end up getting from that is pretty insane. And again, it's pretty hands off compared to like other types of real estate that is kind of tempting just for the cash flow aspect. And the more of like, eh, I don't necessarily need to do too much with managing it because I'm just like renting out the lot, that's a like, kind of a nice idea, but. I like the idea more so of putting this money towards something like an index fund, like an S&P 500 index fund that I could literally not really think about it ever again, right? Or I might structure it to where instead of getting the dividends from that investment put straight back into the investment, I would actually take that dividend as like an annual income right because depending on your living expenses you know the annual dividend amount from you know 1 million dollars into the S&P 500 could actually probably pay for your lifestyle again it depends on your expenses right and if that's the case then you have basically the freedom to pretty much do whatever you want right like if you have pretty much no expenses and your expenses that you do have is actually covered by the small dividend that is provided by the S&P 500, you can pretty much, you know, do the whole FIRE thing, you know, financially independent, retire early. You could basically retire early because it provides enough income every single year to pay for your expenses that you actually have. So that's one way to think about it. That's the way that I like thinking about something like this, right? Like what can I do in a very lazy, hands-off way for the most benefit, right? By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt so that you can get to this point without necessarily having to win the lottery, go check out 14box.com to learn how to get out of debt. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money, and this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation, and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.